When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Kat Wellington. And my name is Emily Proctor. So much to talk about this time of year. It's a crazy time of year. Everyone is getting cuffed and fucking and (laughs) going on trips. And it's just, it's fun, Emily. How are you? So that's actually really funny you say that because I was thinking about like what I wanted to talk about on this episode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, gosh, like this time of year is so fun. Things are so slow. Everyone's staying oh, in. <laughs> I feel the opposite. I feel like things are picking up for me. Well, I think that that's, you know, it comes down to perspective and life perspective. Me totally. being basically married, you being single, me well, that, living in Baltimore, you living in LA. That is equally as fun for me though, because I like coming from me being wifed last year, that is like my favorite thing to be like completely married off and just spend Christmas with someone like that is a dream. So I I would rather be in your shoes if that makes you feel better. Um, It does. I don't really even spend Christmas with Kyle, but I understand what you're saying. I know what you mean. I, yeah, both of my, I think I said this on the pod, but both of my brothers bringing their girlfriends to Christmas is throwing me off a bit because it's like normally my brothers and I just form a force, the three of us and just take it on together Mm -hmm. and now it's going to be the five of us and you've met their significant others no only only one right uh only ryan's not connor's i've heard she's great i'm sure she's amazing and it's like it's great to have more women but it's like wish i had someone alongside me as well yeah no of course it's a little bit of a vibe change but it's a vibe it's it's a vibe change but i think the actual day of christmas will it'll be just us so it'll be fine Right. Can't, wait, can't from... wait to hang with them, of course. Not talking in a bad way. No, <laughs> Sorry. no, no, no. I didn't think that at all. Well, yeah. I don't know. How was your... Let's talk about our weekends. We haven't done that in a while because I feel like there's just been so much going on. What, how was your weekend? I know. We get so sidetracked in the beginning now. Um, My weekend was good. It was actually so fucking busy. And I think it's the last weekend I'll ever have like this for the maybe the rest of my life. Um, So <laughs> we went me and a bunch of our friends went to new york as you know um friday night got there pretty late didn't end up going out until like after midnight like probably 12 30 one o'clock which is very normal for new york um didn't end up going to bed until like after 5 Mm a.m which just kind of fucked up it didn't fuck up the whole weekend but just really kind of throws you off a little bit um yeah. But it was fun. Saturday, we went to a friend's Christmas party. They rented out a bar for a few hours, which was really fun. Loved, loved the bar so much. It was like my dream bar where they're playing absolute like banger after banger, like old songs, new songs, like Taylor Swift, One Direction, like random songs like that. Um, and everyone is singing and dancing. It was so fun. Um, oh, that sounds I- great. Yeah, I did leave my credit card there. Uh, she is in New York. You don't need still. it. No, don't need it. And I didn't realize until Monday. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, and then Sunday, I was so, so hungover. I, once again, we went to bed so late. I probably got like three or four hours of sleep. We had to wake up super fucking early because Kyle and I were meeting friends to go to the Ravens game. Mm-hmm. Um 
wanted to die, swore I wasn't going to drink, ended up getting really, really fucked up at the Ravens game, of course, naturally. Um, so it was a busy weekend. Monday, like going into work, I was, I mean, it was fine because I was like delirious at that point. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like a fun mood to be in with your coworkers. Yeah. Who were also very hungover from the weekend. So it was, it was good. It was a really fun weekend, but I'm definitely kind of poor now and still tired. And I lost my voice like fucking crazy. It was ridiculous. That's, probably, that's hot though. So it's fine. I mean, yeah, a little bit, but Monday it was to the point where I was like, I couldn't, I'm, I, I have a sales yeah. job. Like I couldn't True. answer my phone Monday, True. which is tough. How so. are you going to act like you're not like go, go, go. And then tell me that was your weekend. What What do you mean? Like, like I mean, you were like, well, my life's slowing down. <laughs> I mean, like, in terms of, like, not much is happening at work. I don't really have any other trips planned. New York was kind of like a last-minute thing. Mm -hmm. We went for a friend's housewarming. Um, Did you warm up? We warmed it up. Trust me. We had, like, 12 people sleeping in an apartment in the East Village. So I'm sure you guys can imagine what that was like. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I wish I could have been there. It sounds really fun. Unfortunately, I couldn't make another trip back to the East Coast in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, of course. Obviously. But I, I had kind of, I mean, not that crazy of a weekend, but kind of Friday, I just stayed in and went to, or I didn't stay in, I went to Brooks and we watched SpongeBob. So that was fun. And then <laughs> you watched SpongeBob? I'm confused. Yeah. Oh, like the movie? Episodes. No episodes and it is weird how much your brain like i kept thinking like a new episode would come on and i wouldn't remember it you know but it's like i remembered every second that's this is so weird this is the second time i've talked about spongebob in one day today my coworker asked me if as a kid growing up we measured car rides in the length of spongebob episodes yes we talked about that while we were watching that's That's how i measured everything in my life was spongebob episodes yeah he would ask his dad be like how where are we going like how long is the ride he'd be like six spongebob episodes (laughs) i would look at the clock in school and be like okay there's there's three SpongeBob episodes left. Like, what the hell? I did not have that experience. Oh my gosh, that was my measurement of time. Of course, I'd say um, the closest thing I had to that was when I think it was mainly you and Doug would measure how much we spent in the form of like Chipotle, like a Chipotle oh, burrito. I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like if it's one Chipotle burrito, like it's fine. Like yeah. if like the covers ten dollars, I'm like that's less than a Chipotle bowl. You know what I mean? Not anymore, but yeah, in theory. Yeah. I mean, that's less. I said less than a Chipotle bowl. Oh, less. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's, so it's, Sorry. So it's a steal. Um, yeah. So that's what I did Friday. Saturday, I kind of helped Connor move into his new place, but not actually like I didn't lift a finger. I got a couple things out of the truck just because I was like there, but like I wasn't really trying to do all that. And then he didn't believe me that I could lift a mattress which was crazy but did you no because our other friend there wouldn't let me lift a finger because he's a gentleman so he didn't let me attempt so you were just just there to like keep company look pretty make some jokes well okay the whole thing that happened was we were supposed to connor bought me a ticket to santa con during the day in venice beach so i think we're going to santa con all day he had bought a ticket for a 9 p.m. Santa Con. Oh, my God. So anyway, I went there. I went. We were, like, going to go day drinking and stuff, but Connor was able to turn it into, like, getting the people that he invited to help him move. 
which is Love really, that. which is really <laughs> sweet. Um, no, but I, so we were just hanging out at his, at his place and then we went and got and drank. So I was drinking from like 2 PM and then we did actually make it to the Santa con. We met the people who were actually at the Santa con and then they were staying there and I wanted to go to my other friend's holiday party. So I was like, okay, I'm going to that. And then anyway, long story short, go there. And then they ended up still coming. So I left by myself, went to the party by myself. And then that whole group I was with ended up coming later. So that's Love fun. that. Yes. Um, and then that was really fun. That was just like a, a house party, a holiday party with oh. lots and lots of people. And it was so glorious because it was my friend um, Frankie and Emma's house. And they have such a cute house. And it's like very it's pretty big and they have this big outdoor area mm-hmm. and it was just like a fuck ton of people. And it's, I just love a house party, you know? That sounds so lovely. Yeah. I, um, we're like back in like the age, I feel like where we used to only be able to drink in people's houses. And then obviously we could go out to the bars, but now I just like, I wish I could do that here, but unfortunately my house is less than a thousand square feet. So that wouldn't really yeah, work out too well. Yeah, there's just nice and spread. Like, it's like the Baltimore ones. It's like you're just crammed in like sardines. Yeah, I can't imagine having a... I mean, I guess I do technically have an outdoor space, but I can't imagine having a yard big enough to fit yeah. like 20 people. And then, yeah, so we tried to continue the night and go do karaoke, but we got to this karaoke bar in Koreatown and they wouldn't let us in because we weren't Korean. Oh. Which, Yeah. Totally. But then they let it, they said that we could get in for a hundred dollars a head, but no food, no drinks. And it was like, it was like 20 of us or something. So we didn't do that. And then we went to someone else's house and sang karaoke there. And then I was years and years away from light years away from my home. So Ubered home for hours. Of course. Holy shit. Actually. It's okay though, because I Ubered home with Connor and my other friend because we're on, on the West side, which is nice. Oh my god, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna survive when we visit. I'm gonna have to like, be sticking my head out the window puking on the way home. Oh, I was thinking about that. Like, I'm fucked. I have, well, I have one car, and we can't all fit in my car. Oh, to, like, to drive to normal things. I mean, like dinner and stuff. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be like drinking at every dinner, anyways. Yeah, that's true. I guess we'll just have to get. But we can't even fit in an XL, which. I mean, yeah, we're just going to spend thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's not a big deal. No, it's totally fucking fine. Yeah, I mean, we can walk a lot of places like near me, but I mean, it's, I feel like some people in the group, it's not their like length of preferred walk. I don't mind walking a while. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Cannot wait. People are going to be complaining so much. Anyway, and then Sunday I had the Wonka premiere. And that was it. Oh, dying to hear about that. Um, Really? That was like my first time ever going to a premiere or anything. And that was, it was just really fun. I think the movie was very, very cute. Definitely like more of a kid's movie, I would say. But I think like what Brooke and I both said, I was entertained. I thought it was cute. But I think mm-hmm. like if I was a kid and I saw it kind of like the original or not even the original, the second one that was like out when we were kids kind of. Yeah. Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like that, I felt like made a big imprint on me as a kid. The, jo- the Johnny one. Depp one, right? I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one would be the same. And I do think Timothy did absolutely amazing. And I think if it was like anyone else in the role, I'd probably be completely cringed out and not like the film, to be fair. I, I feel like because I got such a, I don't know what other word to use in like cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Because I got such a cool guy for the main part makes it so much tolerable 
I guess. No, I, I literally was thinking about like if it was anyone else. And I really liked that Hugh Grant was in it because I just love him. Mm-hmm. And having having him on my on the screen was helpful as well. I fucking um, love Hugh Grant. Like he's no, like me too. Ugh. And at the after party, Timothy was so fucking sweet to everyone, like asking everyone a million questions, just being like so talkative and so sweet. Like, and I all these like influencers that I recognized were kind of they were all taking photos with him and Brooke and I were standing right there and I was like we could just get one like he's taking a million so we were like about to but then right then like a bunch of people crowded him and his person was like let's give the talent some space and I felt awful because I was like because I was like this doesn't feel like what and like he should be doing here Mm -hmm. but also he was being so nice and I was like maybe this is I don't know whatever but then we were just ran away because we were like so sorry oh my god but um he was being so sweet. Hugh Grant was completely roped off, but he looked great in the corner. Damn it. Yeah. And then, okay. Did, have you seen on the internet now that John Stamos is like going viral for being like fucked up at the premiere and he's no. supposed to be sober? No. Dude, everyone's like tagging me because I posted that video. Is that where I you have... saw him? Yeah. Mm, I imagined <laughs> you running into him at like a coffee shop. That's kind of what I was envisioning when I watched your TikTok. Yeah, that's fair. The you know the photo I posted like in front of the umbrella is where my hands are on my hips. His kid like ran right next to me, like r- ran through the photo. So he like went to grab his kid out of the photo. Mm-hmm. So he was like squatting down right next to me, and like when he stood up, I was like, as I was Brooke was taking the photo of me, I was like, oh my god, hi, how are you? And then I like he was like, hi, like how are you? I'm good. And just like kept walking. Like he's with his toddler, obviously. And I was like, Brooke, like that's and she's like, I know, I know. <laughs> oh my and I was god. So embarrassed. So crazy. I was so embarrassed because it was actually just like a I normally would never say anything, but it was actually just like a knee-jerk reaction. Like I, it was you, not I couldn't help caught it. you off guard a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just wasn't expecting to know the person right there. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't know the person. But I did know of the person. When you but, made that video, I was surprised you had said anything at all. But that makes more I, sense. That's the, yeah. that's the whole point is like, I didn't, I didn't mean to like mm-hmm. at all. And it just came out. But, and then I saw him, like, we walked out at the same time as him and he was taking a bunch of photos with people like at the, cause everyone, there were still a bunch of people like lined up on the fences to get photos, like to see Timothy, of course, but Mm-hmm. Um, and he took photos with a bunch of people and seemed fine, but there are videos of him on the red carpet, like definitely a little, like tripping a little, like, like physically, like not walking well. <laughs> tripping sack. I didn't um, mean, yeah, tripping sack. <laughs> I didn't know that he was sober. I, I didn't either until these videos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everyone's like, John Stamos is weird behavior on the red carpet. I'm like, oh God. Oh, anyway, Jesus. he was a, a sweetheart to me. That's all I can say on that front. Um, but yeah, that was, our seats were really good. So Timothy was really close to me and you know, that's like my only celebrity crush right now. So it was like, really, I know like when I, I was standing, we were sitting behind the curtains of the red carpet, walking into the theater and the, and girls started screaming. So I knew he was just on the other side. Like Brooke and I, our stomachs both dropped in a way that I wasn't expecting my stomach to drop. Oh my God. I was just like, oh my God, he's so close to me. And then. He just was right there. The whole, like, it was just right there. How, because I know how Brooke is with, like, crushes and specifically, like, actors that sing. Because it's a musical, right? Yeah. How How's she doing? 
He's not she... like he's not top on her list, but she said yeah. she did feel a way that she like she felt really strongly about it. Mm-hmm. And the way that she kind of explained it, she was like, I think because he's like not high on my list, like she was like, I think the way that I feel about him is probably the way that like a normal person feels about a celebrity crush. And right. I was like, I think that that's probably accurate. That makes sense. That makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> because he's like low on her list. So it's like a normal feeling is what she yeah. was saying. Like it doesn't take over her entire being. Yeah. Wow. You guys really hit like a big three, like John Stamos, Hugh Grant and Timmy. That's a good group. Yeah. I guess, um, Apparently, Kylie and Chris, like, they didn't walk the red carpet to, like, not take away, but they sat in the back of the theater. I was wondering if Kylie was going to be there. That's crazy. I think she didn't want to, like, ruin his moment. That's so sweet of her. I'd like to lay my eyes on a Kardashian or a Jenner, like, in real life. Yeah, no, I was, you know, I was so ready to lay eyes. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking, speaking of Kardashians, it is Taylor Swift's birthday today, HBD Taylor. Oh, yes. Happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah. Happy birthday week. Did you see Northwest's new part on Kanye's song? No. I didn't know Kanye was putting out music. It's your How's that happening? Miss Miss Westie. That's how it goes. Wait, I'm sorry. One more time. (laughs) I missed the... What's the beginning part? It's either like, it's your... I think it's, it's your bestie, Miss Miss Westie. And then it just like keeps going. It's kind of a sleigh. But I am worried about her. It's the kind of thing where it's weird because you can tell how much North clearly idolizes her dad. And like, Mm. she doesn't like hate her mom. But, you know, have you seen how she acts with Kim? Like she like she makes fun of Kim. I think she's like, my dad is so cool. And the one who actually like, yeah, takes care. Not okay. I don't I have no idea what their family dynamic is. But at least from an outsider perspective, like. I think she'll probably grow up and realize, but like right now she's in the phase where she's like, my dad is the coolest person ever, even though he's like unwell. Yeah, I guess. scary. I guess no one's like told her that he's like a horrible person. No, which is good. I'm glad that. that Yeah. But it is great. It does raise some alarm bells for me because when you idolize someone, because she doesn't know that he's about. So like the things that he tells her, she just thinks are, you know, normal. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd like to think that he's not. But he is extremely severely unwell. I'd like to think that he's not saying the horrible things he said, like, to her. Yeah. I mean, and me as well. And hopefully he is getting a little bit of help. How is the man putting out music? Like, is, are people listening to that? Sorry. Not to... It was like, like a... Oil. He didn't... I don't know if he released it. He did, like, a little show and North came out. And it's my entire For You page, so I don't know how you... I guess maybe you're offline, but... No, I've I've been online, but I completely missed that. What sucks is I look up Teeny's tiny teeny. We always Shit. do this. Yeah. Fuck. I look up her mac and cheese video one time and now my whole fucking boring page is mac That's and cheese hard. videos. And I, I do watch them. So it's like not helping the algorithm. That happened to me on Thanksgiving. I had to start scrolling really quickly away. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like it's like Aristor edit, mac and cheese video. Mm-hmm. So yeah. bad. So happy birthday, Taylor, of course. Oh, did you see this is another little pop culture thing that I can explain to you, which is a fun new segment I'm incorporating into the pod. This did is so see, great. Do you listen to do have you ever listened to Canceled Tana Mojo's podcast with Brooke? No, and Brooke if I have, it would have been with you. So I don't okay. think so. 
Well, I kind of texted you guys about this earlier. I don't know if you've seen this. Just to, you know, continue on my Matt Rife hate, hate, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I like could not sleep the other night. I guess it was last night. I could not sleep. They put out the podcast episode at like maybe like 1230 or something my time. And I was like, tune the fuck in, watch the whole thing. And I was, I felt like I was like the only one watching it kind of because it was like the middle of the night. And I was yeah. just like, oh, my jaw was just on the fucking floor. So, okay. Going to explain this to the people who have not seen this, but basically what happened is Brooke is Tana's best friend and co-host. Brooke had like talked about this guy who had like a DC alias for a while, but like not, not in great detail or anything. And then she had through all of like his cancellation and everything she def- was defending him and people she was kind of getting like secondhand canceled because people were like you're a matt rife apologist mm-hmm. but she was like i know him in real life and i'm defending him which is fair completely fine yeah but then what happens was she was getting tagged in this because some people had like guessed that he was this guy she had talked about mm-hmm. and so people were tagging her in this video. There was girls posting videos that had like dated Matt Rife seriously. And then all the girls pieced together their timelines and they were all dating him at the exact same time. And someone like tagged Brooke in one of the TikToks and she was like, wait. And she messaged one of the girls and they immediately put her in a group chat with all of his girlfriends from the same time. And they all sent in like their timelines and he was all exclusively dating all of them telling them that he wanted to be with all of them oh my and god all of their timelines were like just days and like the exact same like he was telling them the exact same things like just for what like it's like the same shit we always talk about like who has the fucking time you're on tour so anyway he like had fl- they she had flown out to see him a bunch i think she was in like london with him or something um and was staying with him and then he would when he would come back to LA she said it was just like kind of weird behavior like he would say that they were gonna hang out and then ghost or they would like only go to dinner once but it was weird because she would fly to another country to be with him you know what I mean and then when Mm -hmm. they were finally in the same city and they were neighbors he would like not see her so anyway that's like how it started to get weird and then she went to his show with Tana and then after he was like, okay, I'll, I'll come over after because they're literally like next door neighbors. Did yeah. never, and she never heard from him. And then she called him out on it finally. And then he was like, okay, I, I just don't have time for this, but like, I really, really like you. I really, really like you. I want to be with you, but I don't have time for it, whatever. And she was like, okay, that's like, no worries. So she, that's why she was always like, he was nice about it. So she was always like, that's fine. Like that's mm-hmm. just life and that's okay. And he was like, he kind of like insinuated like if he were able to get a girlfriend like it would be her then got a girlfriend right after her which is mm. again she was still not even like mad about that like and I would be fuming but still through all of that she was defending him and he also so she he went on Stiff Socks which is Trevor Wallace's podcast and and then <laughs> he asked her or sorry he asked Matt Rife his type and Matt had left Brooke's place to go on stiff socks. 
He goes on Trevor's podcast and says his type is blondes with fake tits. She's a brunette with real tits and says that he this like went viral and he got it wiped from the Internet, says that he's like disgusted by Audi vaginas. And she says she has an Audi vagina. So like imagine the guy that you're talking to, like seriously, goes on a podcast, leaves your house to go on a podcast and then says that shit about not only like the opposite of what you look like the type thing is like okay fine whatever but then like to like shit on not only women but like the girl he had just slept with like that actually made me so sick and she was like and the internet got so mad about that that he asked like trevor to delete it and he did but like and she was like imagine how i felt when i heard it like imagine how upset you guys all were imagine me and she still was defending him so anyway she she goes to text why exactly and she was like i feel so stupid but i kind of i kind of get it to an extent like it's fine she just seems to be like a really nice guy she's just like i don't want to like drag someone on the internet who like you know i don't want to go on a podcast and be like come for this person kind of thing so it's like yeah i can kind of respect it but then she goes to text him about the timeline of like dating all the girls at the same time and she was blocked and then she was like actually i'm gonna drag him the fuck (laughs) out on the internet <laughs> so oh then, my god so she just goes on her podcast and says all of this and i'm like some people had like mixed opinions because some people were like that's her own fault like there were so many things she could have you know what i mean stop up but i i'm just happy for her for like speaking her truth okay just because there were so many reasons for her to not continue on like doesn't mean like he still did all those things <laughs> yeah and then another horrible part of this story is that he I the he went on Tana and Brooks podcast pretend and she didn't think the reason everyone had kind of like criticized her for her behavior on that episode because she was like acting a little bit off and everyone kind of just assumed she was like being weird because he was like a celebrity or something yeah basically she didn't realize that he was going to pretend that he didn't know her at all he pretended he didn't know her when when he went when he came on their podcast and they had dated for months. Oh, so he's okay. So he's actually a piece of shit. Like this he is, is a, a stone piece, cold evidence piece of shit. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I felt so indifferent about all that shit. I really like didn't care. But now I'm on. I'll join the hate campaign. I'm in your camp now. I just okay, my time. You. Yeah. I mean, the stand up stuff is like whatever. Like I don't. It's like that kind of just proved that I didn't like him personally for yeah. just not mm-hmm. him for no reason. But mm-hmm. this just really because I think you couldn't really be like he hates women from that joke, of course. Yeah. But now this is like he clearly doesn't respect women at all. I'm sorry. Like, how old is he? He like not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know like, how old he so is. Gross. He just like got hot, like a little bit hot. Not even, like in my opinion, not really hot, but like hotter. <laughs> And then he just said, I'm going to, like, treat everyone like shit and just date a bunch of girls. literally 28 years old. Grow up. Yeah. It's... I Anyway, proud of her. I would go listen to that episode. It has gone viral a bunch now, so it's, like, almost late news. But I knew you wouldn't know, so... (laughs) Of course. I can't wait to go find TikTok clips after this. It's really a lot. I feel really bad for her. Yeah, no, that's fucking horrible. And, like, it even sucks to have to, like recount all of that and tell it and share it for thousands of people well she's also like i didn't even like him that much it's just like so much disrespect like just blatant (laughs) and tana who has been because basically 
Brooke had asked Hannah to kind of just like follow her. You know what I mean? Like when she was kind of defending him, like she was basically like, you can't drag him because I'm not ready to drag him yet. So yeah. Tana was just like on her knees, like screaming, like, cause she's just been wanting to say all this so badly. Oh my God. That is so fucking amazing. Are, is Brooke, you made me watch a YouTube video one time and I'm pretty sure it's a Brooke and Tana recounting their like Vegas trip in a car or something. No, that's Caitlin Ray and Sarah Basca. Caitlin Ray and Sarah Basca. <laughs> two completely different people. Right. Yeah. I don't think I know. I don't think I know Brooke. I know Tana, of course. Yeah. So Matt Rife confirmed, not great. Damn. Sorry for everyone that still rides for him, but train stops here. It's like all middle-aged women. It's like the Facebook. It's the Facebook moms who like him, right? Which is fine. It's Whatever. fine. What the fuck ever <laughs> is what it is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, I think that's... That's all I had to share. Okay. Let's get into some stories. I don't have any advice. Do you? No. My God. Neither do I. I just oh have God. two stories. I think one actually might have, you know, people are always asking our opinions, always asking for help. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want me to just start with my story then? I, I would love that if you okay. could. Okay. I recently moved into an apartment by myself and listening to your podcast makes me feel like I have roommates again in all the best ways. Love y'all. Also, side note, I've been listening to other influencers podcasts and your audio is superior. We appreciate it. Holy so fucking nice to hear. shit. We've <laughs> never been told that. Oh, why would they? That's um, actually not true. People, never mind. I'm not getting into it. Continue. It's not true, but I think she said other influencers podcasts on purpose. Yeah. That means the fucking world. Yeah. Okay. My story once again reinforces that men have two brain cells. I moved to a new city with my best friend a few years ago, and long story short, we met a group of guys who became our best friends immediately. We went from not knowing each other to seeing each other three days a week for a year. It was a little too much, but the most fun ever. Of course, we were hooking up with members of the group, and I really liked the guy I was hooking up with. We'll call him Joe. Joe and I got along very well and had so much in common. 99% of overlap on Spotify about a few months ago into texting every day and hooking up three nights a week when we hung out with the bigger group and occasionally going on solo dates. He went home for a weekend and decided to inform me that he was going on a date with his ex. We'll call her Mary. I was extremely shocked and hurt, but didn't get mad at him because we'd only been hooking up for a few months. And he told me he wasn't looking for anything serious. Certainly didn't act like it, though. Joe comes back and says he wants to talk. Unfortunately, we were overserved when we were out drinking with the group beforehand. <laughs> and he tells me that he doesn't know what to do. Mary and him are going to get back together, but he thinks that him and I deep down would be better together. 
We end up talking sober and he confirms that they're getting back together and goes silent when I let him know that he said that him and I would be better together. A month later, Joe wants to talk again and says he needs to break up with Mary because he knows he wants to be with me. He proceeds to sleep in my bed and kiss me goodnight. Six months after that, he in fact does not break up with Mary and she moves to our city and is now a part of our friend group. I have to look her in the eyes so very awkwardly knowing what he's told me. I feel bad not telling her, but he's a good guy and they're good together. He just didn't know how to handle having a crush. Before she moved in, I cut him off from talking to me in the group because he was addicted to me and would gravitate towards me constantly. I also hooked up with his best friend in the group, which sealed the deal of us not being close acquaintances. We are very friendly now, or sorry, we are all friendly now, and I have become extremely more hot over the years, and he is forced mm-hmm. to see me and my now hot, amazing, perfect boyfriend, and I think he knows he fucked up deep down. Live, laugh, love, y'all. Wow. We got a beginning, a middle, and an end with that story. Yeah, it's really what beautiful. What a treat. Yeah, and I think it was called The Other Woman, the title. Um. Wow. I mean, honestly, best case scenario, because I don't, she said he's a good guy, but I I don't know about that. The the reason I just wanted to read that is because I was just thinking of like her again. Here we go again with like listeners just maybe being a little bit less crazy than me. But like the girl moving there and being in their friend group after that. Also like also for the girlfriend moving there and like she has to have known they hooked up at least. Maybe not that he said that though. Doubt it. I really fucking doubt it. I don't think so. When there is shit like that looming in a friend group, it's like the craziest thing because like a bomb could go off at any moment. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Fucking true. I just think like, I mean, he he cheated on her. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, there's there's no way he told her. There's just no fucking way. Well, I I was just thinking maybe he told her like they hooked up before they got back together. But I mean, that would be giving benefit of the doubt as well. He he probably said something along the lines of like, yeah, like we might have had a thing, but like she like liked me way too much and we just like didn't really click. So I cut things off. That's probably what he said. I mean, yeah, I don't think he's a a good guy because clearly he just wanted both. My jaw dropped when he said she moved to their city. How are you going to be like... We're I we're breaking up. I'm gonna be with you, and then <laughs> move your girlfriend into the friend group. Six months later, I'm happy that she has a boyfriend and she's happy. I actually didn't see that when I first read it because that I love that she's like I'm so much hotter and my boyfriend's so much hotter. Slay. Yeah, like she dodged a bullet probably. Most okay, likely. but this does bring the question on: Would you tell the new girlfriend? Oh gosh, I really, 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 really want to say yes. I think at this point in my life, because I've seen so many guys do so many disgusting things, I would only because like you don't really you don't know her. I don't know, but also it would completely fuck up the friend group dynamic, of course. Oh my god, yeah. You couldn't be friends with any of the guys anymore. Probably they would all just side with him. I just think like I mean, how long I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, guys can change sort of a little bit and they can sort of kind of grow up. So, I mean, maybe it might be water under the bridge, but I just think if you can do that, what else are you capable of? Yeah, I mean, it's my biggest thing. 
That's my biggest thing too, Emily. <laughs> but I also actually, she's like he's addicted to me in groups. That's giving like when when she wasn't when the girlfriend wasn't there yet. I think he would have cheated if this girl was like if given the opportunity. Yeah, if she gave him the chance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so like fuck I, I, would probably, I think I would tell her. Maybe they are end game. Who knows? They both just start cheating on <laughs> their significant others with each it's other. Like, some invisible string stuff. 99.9% match on Spotify is crazy. Is that like a... It said... Well, she said 99, not 0.9 with peace oh, and love. But sorry, just adding is that, that for... Is that a thing? Like it's... Can... um, If you make a blend for mm. the first time with a person, like a blended playlist, it like goes through... It does like... It's kind of like wrapped where it'll give you a whole yeah. like montage of stuff. Whoa. Yeah. I would never do that with someone that's like way too personal. It's extremely intimate. She should at yeah. least tell her about that. Yeah, if she's gonna tell her anything, she needs <laughs> like, to tell her about that. And this is his ex girlfriend he got back together with. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I which makes know. it even worse. Cause, yeah, he probably didn't tell her because she probably wouldn't have gotten back together with him if she knew that. Uh huh. If all the facts shit. had been there. Uh-huh. Shit. 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 Yeah. Yep, yep. 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 Also, Love like, it. I would. I would be coming in swinging if I was moving into my like ex boyfriend, but new boyfriend's like new city with his new friend group with a girl that I knew he fucked the whole time like you you just wouldn't go into that calmly if you know I mean unfortunately I'd probably be like the loudest most obnoxious motherfucker in the room which sucks (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be able to help myself I'd probably do I do this thing where like obviously it's not that girl's fault at all but like I wouldn't be able to connect with her because I wouldn't I wouldn't stop thinking about it like I wouldn't be able to connect with the girls probably yeah which is a, my own fatal flaw it's not anything yeah. to do with other women I mean, just <laughs> kill them with kindness um well i have uh, i have a story and it's like might actually be like depressing this guy sucks this guy sucks big time so i'm just gonna add on to what's happening here okay cool that's if that's cool with you yeah that's fine cool all right um hi first of all love you so much been here since the covid days sorry this is kind of long i recently went through the most tragic breakup basically trust your instinct girlies i met this guy seven months ago at a bar knew him for a week before i invited him to my birthday with 50 of my friends ended up dating a week later he said i love you before he asked me to be his girlfriend should have ran then our whole relationship was so toxic he had a drinking issue to the point where he called me a cunt to in front of his own father anyways months of being manipulated and gaslit later we fully break up i tell my family and friends everything they hated him anyways so they're pumped three days later he comes crawling back and says all the right things makes all the right promises like he's going to therapy not drinking anymore etc i have to have the most awkward conversations with everyone in my life talking him up so they don't kill me for getting back with him We're in a weird phase for about a month, but are basically dating again. One night, we're going to meet his friends at the bar, and he randomly turns to me and goes, I'm indifferent you're here because I can't trust a girl like you who gets around. I start bawling, and he tells me I'm being dramatic, of course. We get home. He blacks out and passes out on my couch. I get a really tingly feeling to check his phone. Turns out he had another girlfriend the whole time. I'm talking like saying, I love you. When am I seeing you again? Fly to Austin. Calling her babe, baby, my love. Even called her a nickname. I called him all the time. He was giving her dates for her to come visit, but the weird thing is one of them, we had my family's wedding and plans with his friends already set. When I confronted him, he told me I was 
the R word, which gets to me because my brother is on the spectrum and that's my career. Long story short, your instinct is never wrong and men are disgusting. The way I had to back him to my family and friends while he was fully cheating the whole time makes me sick to my stomach. And she just added a little smiley face. I don't even have words for that one. No, like I was seeing stars after I read it and now I'm seeing just red again. Scum of the earth. No, it's horrible. And we don't need to comment. I just thought that it was... Happy she's out of it, though, because sometimes she said she's out of it, right? Sorry. Yeah, seven. Yeah, they. This was recent, and they had only known each other for like seven months. So I think she, unfor- like, fortunately, got out quick, 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 quick. Ooh, yeah. But also, it might be too soon to say that. You know. I don't know though, because it's like once the. I feel like you can only do the thing with the friends and family once. Like it's like okay, he's coming back. Hi, all. He's coming mm-hmm. back. But I feel like you can't, like, twice is tough after that amount of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you really can't have that conversation again. I got to the point with my horrible, shitty high school man. Mm-hmm. Um, I just stopped telling everyone all the bad things he was doing. So I wouldn't have to have that conversation, which looking back, you're like, wow, maybe I should have considered that, like, that I'm not telling anyone and all the horrible things he's doing, you know? Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. We've talked about that where you're like isolating yourself. But the problem is after you you break up and then you think you're broken up and you spill everything and then you want to get back together. That's what fucks you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Because then it's like, like you think you're in the clear. That is like the most fun part of a, um, like a friend's not fun, but like a friend's breakup when like they've been hiding all that stuff because they don't want to like tell their friends and family of course so then after they can like finally spew everything and it's just like so hash, much tea hash it all out yeah and it, it feels good for everyone involved i mean not i guess it doesn't feel good to hear as a friend but like no it's therapeutic it's part of the healing process i think it's yeah and i think sometimes you like have to say all those things out loud to finally like hear them and understand them and you can't do that when you're trying to like maintain that they're a perfect person yeah um the story that i have is like fucking you're gonna be dying laughing i'm only telling it because the exact same thing word for word happened to you oh my god so nervous. like i thought maybe that i thought maybe you wrote it or something like i secretly wrote it in oh god okay it's not bad but anyway okay I graduated college in May and moved out of my state from my hometown at my college town to a new state. This past weekend, four of my college friends came to visit me. On Saturday, we went out to dinner and drinks and then out to the bars. At dinner, we were reminiscing on college stories and my friend, let's call her Jamie, was reliving when she got so drunk and vomited in her sleep and didn't realize this happened until the morning when she saw vomit on her bed. This detail is important for the story. Side note, also a very critical part of the story. When we left for dinner, I forgot my house key inside my car, so we left my apartment unlocked and just said fuck it anyway we finished dinner and head out for the bars we met my friends at the bar and had a really fun night jamie had a flight to catch in the morning so she ubered back to my apartment around 1 a.m alone at 3 a.m the rest of us uber back to my apartment 
When we get there, we realize Jamie locked us out. My house key is locked in my car. And of course, my car keys are in my purse inside the apartment. We start banging and kicking and screaming her name to open the door and wake up. After five minutes of this, we start throwing rocks at my bedroom window to try to wake her up. Neighbors across the courtyard are yelling at us to shut the fuck up. This goes without saying, but we are all hammered at this point. At 310 a.m., I call the emergency maintenance number for my apartment. Useless. I call a 24-7 locksmith. Unavailable until 8 a.m. At 3.15, we call the non-emergency police department asking if they can do anything for us since we're locked out they transfer us to the fire department they say they can't they don't handle lockouts anymore so we drop it 3 30 ish we go back to banging on the door screaming jamie's name calling her hundreds of times neighbors hate our guts at this point this is when i start to get concerned about jamie why is everyone in the apartment complex waking up besides her my drunk mind flashes back to call the college vomit story and now i freak out we all keep spamming her phone around 4 a.m she picks up the phone call but does not say a single word all we hear is distant breathing so we freak out now, me and my other friend both call 911. Her dispatcher she's talking to is being a bitch because she said we're all lying since we just called about a lockout and now are changing our story. My dispatcher says, word for word, you guys are a fucking mess. First lockout, now this. How do I even know someone's inside? They hang up after being so mean and tell me that they will send emergency vehicles. 30 minutes go by, now 4.30 a.m. No cops or ambulance. Jamie's still not awake. We call 911 again. Dispatchers are so rude again. Another 30 minutes goes by. 5 a.m. The cops show up. They said they can't break into my apartment. They need to call the fire department to do it. At this point, we're all drunkenly sobbing because we think Jamie's choking on her vomit. After 10 minutes of the cops being there, doing literally nothing, they start banging on the door. Five minutes later, still nothing. Fire department is rolling up when Jamie miraculously opened the door. And she was like, sorry, I was asleep. What the fuck is going on? Oh, (laughs) long story short, Jamie was fucking fine. Ohio cops can suck my dick. Like if she was really dying and they took over an hour to show up, that would have been so messed up. Never lock your house key inside your car. Oh my God. I'm having (laughs) severe flashes. Sorry. Okay, it wasn't exactly. I thought they did bang down the door, but they didn't. So it's like very close to your story, but not exact. Yeah, that it's like very, it's like very fucking similar though. Like the thought process they had was like very similar. Yeah, um, like being worried about the girl. Did you tell this on the pod or no? No, because at the time I don't think it was really a safe time to tell. Yeah. But I think yeah. our one friend involved, who listens, would now be okay with it if I were uh, yeah, to tell. I, that's why I chose to read it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so almost like the exact same fucking thing happened, um, to me and my friends, my, one of our old roommates moved out and into a new apartment and we had our old college roommate visiting, um, cause she's the only one that's not local anymore. So we were all hanging out and we decided to sleep at our friend's place that night. And she had a roommate who was very, very drunk and they only had one house key between the two of them. She was very drunk. So she ended up going home by herself and just like in that story. And she was throwing up before she left too, right? Like, I think she threw up at the bar. I think so. And I think that's why she got sent home, but I wasn't really like with her that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also it like for her to be that drunk, it wasn't that out of the character, out of character for her. Mm -hmm. So, um, our friend, sends her home tells her like do not lock the fucking door like you have the only key just like leave it fucking open so we stay out pretty late we get back it's probably like 2 a.m we probably got stayed out till the bar is closed um and the door is locked obviously (laughs) of course we do the same exact thing we're fucking banging on the door we're calling her she's not picking up um banging for like probably like 45 minutes and 
our friend was trying to call like maintenance for the apartment building, but all the apartments are like individually owned. So there's really not like a, like apartment emergency <laughs> that could help. Um, so at that point it had been so long. We fucking Uber eats McDonald's cause we're starving. We're prepared to basically like set up camp in the hallway. I offered to go back. We could just Uber back to my house cause I wasn't that far away. But then we started getting concerned that our friend, mm-hmm. because she's not fucking answering like, puked and is dead or someone followed her in we don't fucking know so unfortunately i was the one i think that put it in my friend's head who was a girl that lived there like something serious could be happening in there um so we did yeah like why why can't she hear us kind of yeah, thing exactly. like, why is she so, waking up yeah we did the same thing where we called 911 and they basically were like we can send the fire department to try and help and the fire department shows up and basically <laughs> they ask my friend for permission our friend for permission to break down the door and she's like sure so <laughs> They basically take a fucking axe to the door and it's like 4 a.m. at this point. And I'm like pretty drunk. And unfortunately, like I you was were kinda... still drunk after hours of sitting in the hallway and with McDonald's. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay. kind of, I was like pretty giggly, unfortunately, yeah, while it course. was all happening because I just couldn't believe what was going on. And they fucked up that door. And we walk inside and she's just sound asleep. Yeah. Of course. No fucking problems. So. Yeah. And then the whole, the door thing ended up being a dilemma because it was so expensive. Yeah. And it was like a, so for these girls, just consider yourself lucky that you didn't have to deal with that part of the the, that piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Doors are fucking expensive. And the fire department was kind enough to like also fuck up the lock. I'm pretty sure like they didn't just take like a fucking ax to the door Mm -hmm. and like make a hole in it. They full on like put hit the a crowbar handle. they fucked up the door frame too they put like a crowbar in it and completely bent the door frame too yeah that is and really sweet yeah and they didn't have a working door for like quite some time so yeah that was another thing too they lived in baltimore and had a door without a lock for like a very long time yeah i mean the girl that fell asleep like she knew she fucked up she bought us all ihop the next morning which was kind yeah, and that's like that's a tough one because she probably shouldn't have gone home by herself also, but it's like at the same like it's not really anyone's fault. It's just really unfortunate. It was extremely unfortunate, yes. Um, yeah. Cuz like I'm looking you want to make sure she's okay too. Yeah. And it god yeah, it's just, it sucks cuz like 9 times out of 10 they're usually fine, but it's just like what if, you know? Yeah. Cuz I remember like I, oh, I didn't sleep there because this was like your friend from college that I'm not really yeah. close with. So was I even out with you guys? Yeah. I don't even think you were there transparently. I feel no, like you were even there. I went I think I went home to my house. Oh maybe. It's possible. I don't know. I think I went home to my house because I remember just thinking like because I remember being invited but not going. Because you guys yeah. were like a girl's sleepover. Yeah. And I was like, I don't need to be doing all like that's fun, but like I'll just go yeah. to my office right here. And <laughs> it was just crazy because you were like, we could just go home. But then you were like, I, I would feel awful if something happened. Yeah, that was the thing is we so easily could have literally gone back to my house and like it would have been a tough squeeze, but like we would have made it work. But yeah, like oh, God yeah. fucking forbid 
the girl was yeah. not she was on like if she was unwell and of course Ugh. like my drunk ass the fucking firefighters show up and alicia said that she just literally like set a timer on her phone to see how long it would take me to say it. and i'm like you know my dad's a firefighter <laughs> of course of course <laughs> yeah, i was like i really respect what you guys do thank you so much for being here were they hot um i don't think so no i don't really remember but i don't think so and were they were they nice about it or no they yeah i think they were nice because we weren't like overly emotional or like freaking out we were just kind of like about it and i was just trying to chat with them Mm -hmm. you know see how their night was going being like i'm sure you have other things better things to do than this and here you are um wow i mean that one's really not that entertaining i just like wanted to tell it to you because it was so close to yours. I guess that probably happens to so many bitches, but like it was just like the one girl sleeping in the apartment that was freaking me out. The fact that she full on like they went through all of that for her to op- to for her to open the door, I think is crazier than the door having to get knocked on. Yeah, I agree. Actually, that's like more um that's like a sitcom. Like she finally sobered up enough like throughout her sleep, like she slept off enough alcohol to like actually hear. I can't believe she also answered the phone in her sleep. That's kind of scary. That yeah. that freaked me out. That I that would have really set some panic off inside yeah. me. Yeah, I think it, it feels like a, like a bad episode of like Victorious, and then like the firefighters come or like iCarly or something, and then the girl just opens the door. Yeah, and she's like, "Hi, how are you guys? What's up? You know, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. Oy. Okay. Um. Well, I have one more. Okay. Kind of long, but I'm gonna just read it anyways. So cool. Okay. Um, Hi, Kat and Emily. I'm a huge listener and tell everyone I know how much I love the pod and just can't thank you both enough for the countless episodes I've listened to and re-listened to this year, especially the last month of being so single. I'll try to keep this short and sweet. Basically, me and my boyfriend were dating for three-ish years, met and started dating in COVID, so it feels like it's been 20 years. But the past six months, he's really pulled away mentally, emotionally, physically. And I tried to communicate about why that's happening because I really could picture my life with him. Anyways, I tried countlessly to communicate. I want to work on things and eventually asked if he wants to even keep this going since he's been, to put it bluntly, a shitty partner. He reassured me he's just busy with work and he needs to think about why he hasn't been able to be a better partner, which is big time idiot answer and excuse, which led me to majorly pull away on my end and contemplate breaking up a lot as well. For context, he's about six years older in his 30s and all of his close friends are either married or in long-term committed relationships. Within the past three years, I've naturally become friendly with his friends and family as I was just coming out of college and entering the real world. Specifically, his girlfriends were always nice to me and we even started a mini book club because we like to read and drink wine and talk shit. So I've hung out with them maybe once or twice without my boyfriend there fast forward to when he picked me up for a date he planned for us but instead it really was just to full-on break up with me outside my house with my mom in the driveway waving at us lol i cried like an idiot at first because i was slightly blindsided and asked if it was because he started talking to another girl because i have my suspicions we'll follow up with an update if i'm right he denied it but nonetheless i haven't spoke to, spoken to him in a month since i'm leaving since leaving his car that day. We agreed to still have each other on social media to be quote unquote mature. And he also asked that I keep it, that I keep quiet about the breakup on social media because I have a micro following on TikTok and Instagram. Legit, nothing at all, LMAO, which makes me further get the ick and hate him even more. Like, please get a grip. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I've been completely quiet on social media. I'm trying to heal, and but have received so many paragraph long texts from his girlfriends that feel borderline inappropriate and pitiful. So I'm dying to know how he phrases breakup to them, but I'll attach some of their messages. It did make me feel a tad better, but maybe I'm just bitter. 
Also, the only thing that I've posted in the past month was my Kindle updating my Goodreads that I started reading this breakup book and one of his girlfriends liked the update. Like, am I being crazy? That feels inappropriate. Please leave me alone. I don't know. Maybe I'm in my anger stage with him right now because it's so recent and only been a month of no contact, but there's no way you can stay friends with your ex's friends after a breakup. I don't know. Unless I'm on reality TV and getting a Vanderpump Rules salary, I refuse to be friends with anyone in my ex's friend group. Any advice on how to navigate? It's kind of a lame story, but I had to share how weird girls can be sometimes. Like, I know deep down they're being nice, but I'd also never, ever text my best guy friend's new ex-girlfriend. Like, I'm heartbroken. Why are you texting me that your mom says she loved me once a month? Anyways, love you both so much with peace and love, and thanks for being friends. I feel like I can have forever, LOL. Never, ever change and never stop this pot. It's my favorite part of my week. And she did attach the messages, and I can... There's three, but I'll read like the two shorter ones. Um, but basically one of them says, hi, OMG. I just need you to know that my mom mentions like once a month how much she loves you with a laughing, crying face. Which Okay. I don't really love that one. It's but the weirdest I, one. I want to hear all of them if possible. Okay. I'll read all of them. Um, the next one says, Hey girly, obviously wanted to give you some time and not bombard you with mes- messages, but just want you to know how much I love you and that I've meant that I've meant it all this time, no matter what, I'm always here for you and hope you feel the same way. You'll always be someone in my life, my little slash big sister, and I love you very much. I hope you're doing okay. Always, always here. I think that's sweet. That one's nice, yes. Um, Hi, Angel. Just wanted to reach out and send you some love. I'm so sorry to hear about the breakup, but no, you're absolutely electric and I love you. I'm always here for you if you need anything. I also think that's sweet. I think, okay, she's in her she's in her anger era, which is fine. You're allowed yeah. to be. But I think that it's just like anything associated with him is just going to piss you the fuck off. I know that feeling. Yeah. Because I I think like when I went through my breakup, everything like related to his family and friends, like they they all unfollowed me very quickly, which like freaked me. I like really made me really, really upset. But it was just like it's fine, I guess. But they all like that everything about them was making me so angry even though it had nothing to do with them you know what I mean yeah Mm -hmm. and I think it's I actually think it's like nice that they only because they are girls they're your friends and like it it was years you know what I mean I think it's yeah it's nice because it just goes to show that they weren't just friends with you to be like it wasn't convenient just to be friends with her because she was dating their friend yeah, I think like I understand like just being just being angry and that's like I don't want to be friends with my boyfriend's friend or my ex-boyfriend's friends. I'm sorry, but I think and you don't have to be also, but I do think those were probably coming from a good place because I remember like I've talked about this before, but like my college and it's different in college. I understand there's like friend groups and stuff, but yeah. my college ex-boyfriend when he broke up with me, um, he, like I had all of these really close girlfriends because like we would go to formals and parties together and stuff i had all these because they were like friend girlfriends of his friends you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. and they just immediately like didn't want to be friends with me anymore and i was like it was bizarre to me because i i felt like i thought we were actually friends so it's like still be friendly with me you know what i mean yeah so i don't know i think it's i think it's it, it is coming from a good place in my opinion yeah i think exactly what you said like every little thing that's going to remind her of him is going to piss her off because right now I think in this stage of a breakup, it's like an out of sight, out of mind thing. It just makes it so much easier. But then every time you think of that person, you just kind of reset mm-hmm. your progress with the healing. Um, but I do think that they're genuinely coming from a good place. I think the the liking the stories a little, I, I, I also a little think, much. I think it's, I also think it's probably wasn't 
like ill intended, but I I do think it's like I it's a little weird. I'd be like, yeah, she like, probably meant it like I'm here for you. Here's some support, but yeah, yeah. Goodreads, I don't use Goodreads that often, but it feels like an invasion of privacy. Yeah, I agree. I also think like, uh, I don't know everything with when there's not really like sides of a breakup, but it, it feels like that when it mm-hmm. happens and like everything on your ex's side, it just makes you, everything is going to make you feel something. And like, yeah. And like when I was talking about my ex's friends and family, it wasn't like, it didn't piss me off. I understood it. It just made me really sad. Like it would just like reignite that, like it would just set me back a ton. Cause like, obviously I don't know. It's not that I would, it's like, not that I would ever expect any, anyone to reach out, any of his friends to reach out to me or anything, mm-hmm. but I do think, and the, and I, they wouldn't like, we weren't on that level, but it's like, I think if they, it would be nice to hear something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I, not that I, I'm not saying in my situation expected at all, but I think like, I think it, it overall is flattering is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um, yeah, I mean, she's every right to feel the way she does feel like totally want to validate that. But I do think mm-hmm. over time, I think they are interested in staying your friend. Well, I also, yeah, I also think it's, it'll be nice to hear this on her side too. So that like, maybe she can see it a little bit differently so that it doesn't piss her off as much. And she, I do think she doesn't have to, she probably won't be friends with them, but it's like at the end of the day, at least she can leave that friendship with being like, okay, they were real friends and they actually enjoyed me as a person, you know? Yeah, like you're cool enough, nice enough, good enough of a person for them to reach out to their friends. Yeah, and then also if you see them, then it's like not super, it's not this big thing, you know? It's like Mm -hmm. you've kind of addressed. Yeah, But it sounds like she probably didn't respond, right? She did like the, or love the messages, but that's it. That's all I can see. And I think that's that's all she needs to do. Yeah. Especially like, I feel like when you're going through a breakup or something I never expect like a I would never expect a response from that you know yeah dying to know if she responded to the mom one because I think that's such a weird comment <laughs> to me that one was just like that girl seems like she's probably like weird sorry like if you're gonna <laughs> say that maybe followed up with like would that just be like I'm here yes, for you yeah or something like that even like yeah yeah that was that one probably would piss me off actually like I will agree with her on that one just because it's like why why send me that I can't stop like zooming in on the laughing crying emoji too it's so unsettling yeah it's it's an unsettling text for sure I used I used that emoji for the first time in like a really long time the other day because like obviously the appropriate response is like the crying emoji Mm -hmm. you know but I it was a situation where I couldn't even use the crying emoji that I had to resort to the laughing crying emoji. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like it was one step further. Yeah. I'm dying to know the context, but I'm guessing you can't say it. I wish I could remember. I mean, I might, I might be able to like search it in my phone and see if it was appropriate enough. But but... you were using it like in a genuine way, not like an ironic way. No, I was kind of using it in an ironic way. Unfortunately, I'm in like family group messages where people use those. So it's like <laughs> hard for me to like figure out which text was mine. Oh, no, I found it. Okay. Are you able to read it or no? Um, or would it oh, not make, you make you, sense? I'm just going to say someone sent a text that says he's just going through a hard time and was really drunk. <laughs> and you laugh <laughs> at that? So I, I sent quite a few to that because I couldn't even, because it's not funny. I think that's why I did it. <laughs> okay. Because the person we're talking about is like an absolute piece of shit. 
So I couldn't okay. even send the, the, yeah, mm, exactly. Dying to know. Um, there's this man that I am texting that is like such an emoji guy that mm. I've been using it. And it's like in an ironic way, but it's also like not, you know, like it yeah. is, it is. He's really funny. Like he uses them in a funny way, but it, it's made me start to use them in my everyday text, like in like a weird way. I was like, looking back and I was like, you don't use emojis at all, but I feel like I use them all the time. With him, I am constantly emojiing. Like it's crazy. But now I feel like I'm accidentally doing it to other people that like don't, that don't know I'm joking, you know? I it, As long as he's using, his, using it ironically, then that's fine. Yeah. I'm I not. actually don't use emojis if I'm talking in like a small group or one person, but big groups, they're necessary. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not to like... yeah that's probably that's probably the dumbest thing that's ever been said on a podcast i'm sorry yeah well everything we say of course there are like sometimes i listen to other like obviously love all women but there are other podcasts that i've like watched clips of and i'm like wow i'm actually losing brain cells and then i remember that like ours probably sounds exactly the fucking same yeah there's there's no way it sounds any different no of course at all there's so much using the word like, which I think is just part of being a woman and it's beautiful and it's fine. Because mm-hmm. I used to edit out our likes and ums and now it's like me. It's like mm-hmm. uh, I do it sometimes, but not all the time because it's a part of who we are. And just sounds more natural, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people say they like it because it makes them feel like they're hanging out with their friends. So I just used that and ran with it. So it would make me have a smaller workload. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the girl who said that it feels like she's roommates because of this is so fucking sweet. I do think because our our podcast is very, I mean, there's like some structure to it, but like very non-structured, very casual. And because we talk like we're on FaceTime. So that is like the number one thing we get from like thousands of people is like that they just feel like we're their friends, you know, which is yeah. really sweet. And you guys are ours. We talk about this all the time. I know. It does make me never want to stop the podcast because I'm like... If there was even like 10 people listening and like looking at like not having friends and thinking that we're their friends, I'm like, oh, that's sweet, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I can FaceTime you forever. So, well, Emily doesn't FaceTime me outside this podcast. So I actually, we can't stop the pot because <laughs> I'll never hear from her again. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually, and that just means you guys are getting all the good stuff. No, literally, this is for the, the most part. time we talk per, I mean, we text, but this is the only time we talk per week. We do. We talk, we, we text every single day, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not like a, and it's honestly a flaw of mine. I don't I know. call my friends to catch up. I know you don't, you don't even like call. I just feel like I'm just constantly talking to you guys on my phone, but we're not talking about, ugh, I need to work I know, but it. you don't even, you don't even call like your long distance college friends. No, I suck. I literally suck. No, it's, it's kind of beautiful because you've created this precedent where like people don't expect it. Like when I don't call people for like, I will randomly be like, holy shit, I haven't called my college friend in mm-hmm. two months. And then I have to call. And I am going through this thing where I'm like reevaluating like, okay, I'm always the one calling this person. You yeah. Know what I mean? So I do have to like, that is weird to look at that and be like, oh, if I never called again, like would I would we ever speak again? Yeah. Elena's but- making me want to like do that more often though like call and check in i'm pretty good about doing that i think 
Yeah, no, you, you've you always been that way, but, like, I just thought that was something that you do, too. But, like, when you and Elena do it, I'm like, aw. Maybe well, I should do that. you and I, I mean, we do it on this, so it's actually... If I called you on, like, a Sunday, you'd be like, what? Sometimes I do call you, and I'm like, sh- you're always one foot out the door. It's, like, it's not satisfying. <laughs> like, when Elena and I talk, like, we are, we'll be, like, doing other things. Like, we w- won't even be talking. <laughs> one foot out. Like you're like I'm like okay sorry <laughs> sorry the Ravens game's on you gotta go it like uh, doesn't make any sense for me really it's okay though it's okay me. it's okay to yeah. be present in your life I'm yeah, just chronically so. on my phone so I, got, I gotta talk to my girls all right I mean my fingers will fly oh yeah no you are really you support in other ways like because you're You'll text back. That's one thing about yeah. You. Usually, I'll, I'm the first to respond in a group chat. Like and I'm like there. you'll. I feel like right you there. and I carry group chats as well. I, no I, I'd say so. You more than me, but like I don't. Maybe if we didn't contribute, nobody would. I'm gonna have ghost town crickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. I do gotta go, but we love you dearly. Thank you for being our friends and listening and hanging out with us. Yes, love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, guys. Bye.